for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners. Yes, the fun begins. The fun begins. This is Cynthia Bryan, and I hope that everyone is doing well today and surviving whatever kind of climate that you are dealing with. We had here in Northern California just a a little bit of rain. It was like so exciting. It was really more of a drizzle, nothing that was um, <laughs> that was major, but it was enough that I had to cover patio furniture and all of that. It seems like as much as I love water and I am an Aquarius, so um, and on the cusp of Pisces, so I'm definitely this water bearer and fish person. <laughs> the only time that I ever get a lot of water, I've always wanted to live in water, is when I have a flood or something breaks. So. Today, I had an expansion tank um, explode basically on my hot water heater. So I have a, had a big flood that I was cleaning up. Um, anyway, that's power for the course. So and I, I've always, I always have to see the humorous side of things because that is the way life goes. Well, we are happy that you are listening to us. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, and it's brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. And as I said, I am Cynthia Bryan. The miracle moment for today is uh, brought to you by our sponsors of the Pear and Wine Festival, the La Mirinda Weekly, which is lamarindaweekly.com. And also MB Jesse Painting, MB Jesse with two E's dot com. Albert Einstein said it. If you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. And I've always find that I don't understand a lot of things. And so I'm always on a learning curve. And that is a good thing. Well, I know you're excited to find out what's coming up in our show. In segment two, we have uh, an author who is coming on to talk to us about PTSD dreams, how to transform your nightmares from trauma through healing dream work. She's a dream work specialist, and her name is Linda Yale Schiller. And we will discuss our dreams and nightmares, and she's going to lead us through that. In segment three... Do you have everything in its place and do you have space for what you have in your home? We'll see how organized you are and we'll try to get you a little bit more organized if um, if that's possible because it really does help when we get organized for sure. So what we're talking about in this segment and before I start, I do want to um, just say how incredible the pageantry and the funeral services were for Queen Elizabeth II. She really was quite the amazing lady. And whether you like the monarchy or not, I don't think that anybody does pageantry better 
than the English. It was really, truly remarkable. I especially, especially love hearing the Irish and Scottish pipers and drummers. I, I just, I love all of that. It's, it was really great. Um, and I think that Charles, you know, has a, a tough road ahead of him, but he's going to do a great job. So let's all, you know, wish him well and just let's think the best because uh, it helps. Um, Britain is a great ally of the United States and we want to keep it that way. So in this segment, uh, we are going to bust some exercise myths. I mean, everybody talks about exercise all the time. We're always trying to keep fit. And, you know, there's so many exercise books out there, so many diets, which I hate to talk about because it has that word die in it. But it just seems kind of nonstop that we're always hearing about exercise. And people do think a, a lot of truths about exercise that are actually myths. And they would be really surprised to learn that these things that they have always believed in have been discredited. So let's just take a peek at a few of these top fitness myths, as well as some truths. So the first one, and you'll probably be surprised, uh, stretching before workouts will prevent pulling muscles. Well, that's actually a myth. The truth is stretching before a workout gets your blood flowing to the muscles and it enables them to work harder. It's not going to prevent any injuries though. So using the proper form for your exercise is what is going to prevent injuries. Stretching is going to ensure that your muscles are ready to work. So they'll be warmer and you've got blood flowing to them. The second myth Drinking sport drinks after exercising is good for you. That is a myth. The truth is, unless you do more than 60 to 90 minutes of exercise, all sports drinks are, are sugary sodium water. They contain more calories than are good for you, and they're going to end up adding a lot of sugar into your body and then probably more weight. So unless you are a major exerciser and going over an hour, you know, to 90 minutes, two hours, if you're you know, pumping iron or something, then it might work for you. But just for the normal person doing their 20 minutes, no, forget about it. Drink water. The third one is protein bars and shakes are top-notch nutrition. Well, that one... You know, that myth doesn't surprise me because I, I have known a long time that they are not. The truth is, protein bars and shakes, they do have some good protein, but they are also very high in calories and higher in sugar than most people realize. And many protein bars are just candy bars. So they're not really healthy. They're not that good for you. They're not all they're cracked up to be. So it's better to get your protein from a natural source and only supplement your protein requirements with these uh, protein bars or shakes if you need them. The fourth myth is that women shouldn't lift weights. Well, you probably know that's a myth. Uh, the truth is, as long as it's not power lifting, women can lift weights safely, and they, it's really a good idea. It, it helps, lifting weights helps to burn fat, it tones your muscles, and it keeps your body from wearing out. But we're talking about lifting 
five pound weights, three pound weights, maybe 10 pound weights, but not doing those 300 pound weights. The fifth myth is the scale is your sign of progress. Well, sometimes yes, sometimes no. The truth is this, your scale just tells you how much your total weight is, not how much your lean body weight is. Your goal should be to increase your lean body weight and decrease your body fat percentage. Now, that's something that the scale will not be able to tell you. You're going to have to do other things for that. The sixth myth is low-intensity, steady-state cardio is the way to get in shape. Well, the truth on that is low-intensity, steady-state, also it's just called LISS, L-I-S-S, cardio alone isn't going to burn much fat. And now, it will actually end up cannibalizing your muscle tissues. So that's not a good thing. You need to add resistance training into the mix to stop your body from using muscle tissue for energy. So that whole low-intensity, steady-state cardio is not the way to go. The seventh myth, target your belly to burn the flab. Wrong. Truth is, you can't spot reduce your body fat, despite what you may have learned, heard, read, seen. You have to work on the body as a whole. And then your body will eventually burn away the fat around your entire body, including that fat around your middle, that inner tube that goes around your waist. So you can't really target it. The eighth one, exercise allows me to skip out on dieting. Well, I probably don't have to tell you that that is a myth because if you train hard but you don't eat properly, you'll not only stay, you know, hefty and beefy, but you can actually injure your body because you're not giving it the proper nutrition and nourishment that it needs. So you have to... Plan your meals accordingly. And when I say skip out on dieting, I don't mean some diet from a book or starvation or any of that. I mean where you are eating balanced meals. The ninth myth, pain is a part of training. The truth is, if there is any type of pain, sore muscles, achy joints, your body's getting tired or your bones start hurting, Besides the pain from burning muscles, you know, that lactic acid that's being released as your muscles work, you're doing something wrong. And I I know that when I was a teen and in my early 20s, there used to be a slogan, um, no pain, no gain. And that has been completely debunked. Now it's pain, no gain. So you're not going to do anything for your body if you have pain. And the final one is, I can work out for three hours once a week, and that'll get me in shape. Well, the truth about it is, is that you really need to burn calories every day if you want to make a difference in sculpting your body. And that can be just 15 to 20 minutes. So if you don't do something daily, I mean, that can just be, around a walk around the block it could be just jumping jacks in place I mean you could even walk around your office building 
that once a week workout isn't going to do much. You might think it's going to do something, but it really isn't. And on top of that, you could actually be injuring yourself. So you've got to be really, really careful. So I hope that some of these tips on exercising will help you rethink what you're going to need to do to stay in shape. And the best thing is to eat a proper diet that is filled with lots of fruits and vegetables and leafy greens. Eat a proportionate amount of protein, whether that is fish or chicken, you know, lean meats um, and beef if you need it, but not a big steak every night. And then just watch, you know, those potato chips and French fries that we all love. (laughs) I know that's, I love potato chips and I love good French fries, but, you know, make that more of a treat. So we can all stay in shape and stay healthy, but eat healthy first and then make sure that you move your body no matter what age you are. And in fact, the older you get, actually the more you have to uh, work out because it's, you lose a lot of body mass starting in your mid-20s. I mean, not uh, body mass. You lose a lot of muscle mass starting in your late 20s, and then you build up more fat. So you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. When we come back from break, we'll be talking with Linda Yale Schiller about her book, PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dream Work. So stay with me. We'll be back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com You can express yourself become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america 
It's Power Time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryant. Now, back to the power party. This business of showbiz. Well, we are back in our power party, and this will be a, a power segment because with me is author of Modern Dream Work and her newest book, PTS Dreams Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dream Work, Linda Schiller. Hello, Linda. Welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, I know you are, I want to just give a little bit of a bio, Uh, besides being an international speaker and author, you are a DreamWorks specialist and an integrative mind-body-spiritual psychotherapist. So before we get started on on your newest book, uh, PTS Dreams, and I do like to play on words with the PTSD dreams, (laughs) dreams, there. Why don't you tell us what a DreamWorks specialist is? And, and actually, it would be interesting to know how you got into, into DreamWorks in the first place. Great. I'd be happy to. Thank you. So a, a DreamWorks specialist, I guess, is someone who has a lot of experience working with people's dreams and helping them to understand and unpack and make meaning out of them. And I've been doing that for over 40 years. Um, and I do it both in my personal life and in my professional life. And the way I got started, actually, was a friend of mine moved to the Boston area where I lived uh, some 40 years ago and said, I, the only thing I miss about living in New York City is my dream circle. And so I'm going to start one in Boston, and will you join it? And I said, yes. And then my next question was, what's a dream circle? Right, exactly. Well, then right. I, let, let's answer that. What is a dream okay. circle? So in, in short, a dream circle is a group of people who get together with or without a facilitator, depending on the type of group you're in, to, and they bring their dreams and work together to help each other understand the meaning of their dreams for them. And um, we started that with a group of women. We're, we're still going strong, not exactly the same, but myself and one other woman have been stalwarts for 40 years, and the newcomers have been doing it for 30 years. Um, and we just learned and studied and worked together and went to workshops, and then eventually it became something that I not only loved doing so much but realized the value of being able to access our unconscious in a waking state and really find connections with the deepest parts of ourselves. And I began using it more and more in my professional work as a psychotherapist as well. Um, And then discontinued doing my work and teaching workshops on it and then eventually getting to a place of writing these two books. Well, so in this dream circle, what fascinates me about it is do, do people have to have any experience, like as such as you do, or are you the guru in your dream circle? Do you have to have a guru, well, you know, somebody started, who's an expert? When, when we started, when I started as a, in my private life, none of us had any experience. And so anyone who wants to can do a little bit of reading about dream work, can get um, a, some guidelines in place, some quick guidelines about how to work together in a group and how to honor the dreamer and how not to superimpose your own opinions on a dream. And then it's a lot about 
making associations. So you don't need any ex- particular expertise to be able to make associations. Um, so that is an example of a leader-less group where there's no leader and you all sort of co-lead together. And then there are groups that are facilitated, and I do that as well. I, I do two kinds of groups. One is an ongoing group that I've been facilitating for, gosh, 25 or 30 years. And then I do short-term groups with people as well for a few sessions. Or sometimes people will get together and say, hey, we want a little crash course in starting a green group, and they'll have me come in and kind of guide them and give them some framework and structure for a few sessions, and then they go off on their own and can continue as a leaderless group. So there's a oh, lot of options. Oh, that's such a great idea. So, I mean, so somebody could go to your website, right, if they wanted to contact you, or they could contact you through LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, um, should I give that out right now? And Twitter. Is that- I, I don't have Twitter. I'm not quite up to Twitter yet, but all the others I have. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's so interesting. Um, I, I post on Twitter, but I never pay any attention to it. Although I will, you know, I mean, I don't respond. I don't have time. I don't know how people have time to uh, oh, respond to all this stuff. Do you see? think that? And the only experience I really have that was a good Twitter thing is my LinkedIn got hacked by some weirdo, who knows, who sent out a lot of yeah. emails, inappropriate things. And it took me, I could not reach LinkedIn. And I re- finally reached him through Twitter. <laughs> oh, that was creative of you. <laughs> yeah. So, so there, that's my, that is my Twitter thing. So go ahead. Let's give out your website. Um, I should just spell it. So it's L-I-N-D-A-Y-A-E-L-S-C-H-I-L-L-E-R.com. That is your name, your full name. Absolutely. That's right, LindaLSchiller.com with no yes. spaces, exactly right. No spaces. So did I get it right? Okay, great. You were All perfect. right. So um, now, because I think that's a great idea. That's a great service because I think dreams are so fascinating. And then what you're writing about in PTS dreams is are the nightmares and how to transform right. those nightmares. So uh, tell us about why... Um, Dealing with trauma, we have to deal with trauma to help us get through the nightmares, to to end our nightmares. Why is it so relevant today? What What's going on? Sure. Well, you know, it, it can be the chicken or the egg kind of thing. Which one do you deal with to get through the other? Because nightmares are one of the symptoms, particularly if they're ongoing nightmares that that you carry around with you and sort of like leave their sticky fingers through your day as well that might be a hint for you that you have some unresolved trauma in your life that hasn't been metabolized yet, you haven't fully digested it yet, you haven't come to peace or to terms with it yet. And many people, of course, have personal trauma in their life. There's sort of two different types. There's the personal trauma and then what we call public trauma. And personal trauma is people who have either current events or things from their childhood that were traumatic experiences they lived through and and if they're getting nightmares as a result of that, haven't yet finished kind of getting to the place where it's in the past and no longer influencing their, their daily life. And public trauma are things that happen in the public realm, such as natural disasters, um, 
living through Like we're seeing uh, now, pandemic. right? Exactly. It's, right now, there's been an epidemic mm-hmm. of nightmares, and, and several colleagues of mine have written about this phenomena that particularly has shown up with our isolation and our fear around the, the pandemic and the virus. And then when you add on top of that worries about climate change and violence and political upheaval and war, people are struggling. Yes. So that's really what prompted me to get this book out sooner rather than later, a sense that we kind of need some tools to handle this now and that when we have some tools to help heal our nightmares, then we get the echo and the reverberation of the nightmare work and the healing through our lives into the traumatic events that generated the nightmares. Well, when I was reading uh, your book, and again, if you're just joining us, it's PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dreamwork, and Linda Schiller is the author. Um, all I could think about it was, it was how appropriate this book is for right now. I cannot remember a time of such upheaval. I guess the yeah. 60s had a lot of that, but it just seems, uh, it's just unbelievable. I mean, this week alone with now hurricane, the new Hurricane Fiona that right. hit Puerto Rico again, and now I think it's going all the way to Canada, and the young lady who was uh, killed in Iran at 22 because she didn't wear the, the uh, huge, right. yeah, hijab. I mean, it's, the hijab, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, and then of course the the Russian war and the, the way Putin is acting and all these bodies that they are finding that were just civilians who were tortured and killed. It is, mm. it's horrible. And I mean, and climate change is definitely really real. I mean, here we're in, I'm in Northern California and we had the biggest heat wave that we've ever, ever had. I mean, um, it, it's just been crazy. So I think the nightmares are definitely coming. So let's get to the work that you do. You created an approach that, and I love, I love the acronym. I love the Gaia, G-A-I-A, because that is like the earth mother, right? So the exactly. guided active right. imagine, imagination approach. Um, yes. What are the elements? Tell us about that approach, how you got to it and why it works. Okay, so the guy approach to working with nightmares is based on two two pillars, and one pillar is based on Jungian uh, approach to dream work, which is guy, which is active imagination of working with your dream in real time, and including re-entering the dream and going back inside the dream in your waking life and working with the elements of the dream to understand, to make changes, to bring resources in. So that's one pillar is the act of imagination. And the other pillar that it's based on is best practice trauma treatment because I've been a trauma therapist for a very, very long time. And I know from all the work I've done and all the training that I've had is that we have to go slowly and carefully when we're working with people who've had traumatic events because we don't want to risk going in too fast to what I could call the belly of the beast and re-traumatizing someone. So the first order of business is always do no harm. So this approach has uh, two stages with a bridge in between that really 
honors that we can only go as fast as the slowest part of a person is ready to go. And we're not pushing our agenda. We're not pushing too fast. And when we're working with dreams or bad dreams or sort of very mild nightmares that are not trauma-based, we don't have to be quite as careful and we can kind of move in a little more quickly. But when we either know or suspect that these nightmares are related to traumas, we want to be nice and slow and careful. So part one of the method is all about building in safety and building in resources. And there's a whole protocol that I've I've written up in the book and in other places about how to work with someone or yourself if you're working with your own dream or nightmare that has really just left you shaken, how to slowly build in resources and invite in in your active imagination people, real or imaginary, spiritual or actual, uh, alive or dead, um, who are safe, supportive people for you, pets, objects, um, your invisibility cloak, someone brought a flashlight once because it was dark inside that nightmare. Mm. Um, One of my young millennials brought her cell phone, which was brilliant for for several reasons. She says, I'm going to bring my my cell phone with me to work on this nightmare because, A, I can call people, I can contact people or text if if I feel like I need more help. Um, and B, got a flashlight right built in. That's um, so, so, you know, that is really voice. interesting, isn't it? I mean, well, that was very creative because, yes, um, I think that these young people, they're never without their cell phone ever, ever, ever. And uh, that is that was a safety tool for them. I mean, probably, yeah, I mean, I have been told you better start carrying your cell phone with you all the time because I so often just leave it on my desk, you know, <laughs> but what a great idea. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was very impressed. And some of my older people in terms of bringing in resources before working on the dream, um, some bring in their friends or their relatives or departed relatives one gentleman brought in Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, and one of my little oh, eight-year-olds so brought great. in Mary Poppins <laughs> to uh, keep her safe in the dream. I would probably bring in Yoda. You know, I love Yoda. Hey. <laughs> oh, so you would bring Yoda. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Then we go into the and take a peek inside the dream. Here's the bridge. Where with all those resources, we then look at the nightmare and say, okay, is there anything else there inside the dream that you had that you might not have noticed right away or you forgot to mention that's a resource you already had inside of yourself? So we identify that, and that's the bridge between part one and part two. And once everyone, once someone is as safe as they need to be to feel comfortable going inside the dream, then we invite them back into the dream. And that's part two is doing the work of confronting or dialoguing with or speaking with or making a relationship with the monster or the thing that's been chasing you or the big fear so that you understand what the message is and why it's still talking to you and ultimately to not only get the information and understanding that the nightmare has been insistently trying to to tell you, but to come away with a gift because even in the scariest nightmares, there's, there's a gift somewhere buried in the rubble that, that if we find it, we can bring it out to heal both our own lives and potentially bring that healing out to the world as well. You know, I, what, I was really impressed that you had a story in your book, PTS Dreams, Transforming Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dream Work. 
um, about one of your clients who had this nightmare of running. It was like a village, right? A village, um, kind of an old fashioned village running around the circle in the village and a giant was chasing her. And then she got this feeling, you have to turn and look the giant in the eye. And it turned out the giant was a kind, loving person who ended up dancing with her. And of course, she is a dancer today. And so I thought that the message in that was very profound. I mean, I actually got chills when I... when I read that, because so many of us have these dreams of being chased. And I and it made me think to myself, goodness, uh, I know how you encourage to write everything down, you know, if you can, if you, whatever you can remember, write it down. But if you're being chased, maybe the message is turn and look in the eyes. Maybe, maybe yeah. you're, maybe it's not a menacing dream. Maybe that's something that we have created. Yep. So the question we would ask ourselves is, what are we running from? Mm-hmm. Right? What is the thing or the belief or the idea that we haven't been able to face? And once in that example, which is one of my favorites as well, because I'm a, I'm a dancer too, and I, and I just oh. love the idea that the giant picks her up and dances with her. I know. I thought able. of Beauty and the Beast, right? Beauty and the Beast is what, or I, I, yeah, that was what came to my mind, is Beauty and the Beast, them dancing. But um, I guess it could be Jack oh, and the Beast. What a great association. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved it. Anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, somehow she heard inside of herself while in the dream sort of what we might call the still small voice that said turn around mm-hmm. turn around mm-hmm. see what's facing you see what this giant is about where that came from and she was a young woman when she had the dream in her 20s and she was kind of lost in her life but somehow she was connected enough almost in a lucid dreaming kind of way where she was able to do that and lo and behold found that this thing that had been chasing her was really just trying to give her a gift the whole time, mm-hmm. make her dancing and, and to, to hold her in, in its arms. And she didn't know that until she turned to face him. And it was such a powerful, beautiful dream. Now, do you find that often when you're working with dreams, even with your own dreams, that very often the things that scare us the most or that we're, we're most fearful of are actually gifts in disguise that we just have to acknowledge in some way? It's a really good question. And the answer is yes, with a caveat. It may take us time to find the hidden gift. Mm-hmm. If we've been running from something for a while, or even not for a while, and if we are resourced enough and have brought our posse in and our flashlight and our lightsaber or whatever we need <laughs> into the dream, it's still scary. When you mm-hmm. turn and face the, the monster. So it, it doesn't just happen the first time we work with a dream. It can take weeks or months or even years in some cases for these dreams to transform and be transformed. So what we want to pay attention to is the sort of the trajectory of the dream work over time. So is there some little thing that's better in the beginning? Is there a small movement toward light and toward a gift? even if there's still some apprehension or some fearful parts, and then gradually over 
time, as we continue to work with the dream, we create new patterns, right? We create new neural networks in our brain, and the dream begins to transform and become benign and then eventually helpful. Well, in uh, getting back to just the title of your book, where you really are talking about PTSD and post-traumatic, uh, how, how to get to post-traumatic spiritual growth as opposed to, you know, the post-traumatic trauma. So uh, with the dream work for people who have experienced war or uh, violence or rape or something that was just so horrendous that very often they didn't want to talk about it. I mean, you have examples in, in your book of people who have had things happen to them that they never said to anyone for years and years and years. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden something triggers it. So yep. when we get a trigger, when we get a trigger many, many years after something has happened, Going into the dream, or, or I suppose it would be the nightmare, and using the system that you have devised, this would help uh, mediate, clear it up. And I mean, it can still take years, I'm sure. But what would be, what would be the first step, Linda, if someone has just, you know, recently realized that? They are experiencing uh, PTSD, and they don't know where to turn. Yeah. If someone recognizes that they have PTSD, then the first step really might be find a good trauma therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want to also say is that not everyone who experiences a trauma develops PTSD because the D is disorder, right? It's right. post-traumatic right. stress disorder. And if we have enough resources in our life and enough safety in our life and the capacity to to get to a safe place from whatever the traumatic event was, it doesn't develop into a disorder. By definition, it has to be lasting for, you know, six months or more to sort of be classified, if you will, as a disorder. So some people never get PTSD. They have post-trauma response which is a normal response when you have enough safety and other resources in your life. But the disorder part happens when you just didn't get the help you needed of whatever capacity you needed at the time. Um, so backing up to your question, if, if you realize that, the first thing to do would be you don't have to do it alone anymore because one of the hallmarks of trauma is feeling isolated, alone. There was no one there to help. No one believed you. Um, no one brought you the resources you needed, all those things. So this time, you know, a hallmark of healing is find someone or some group of people, depending on what you need, to accompany you on this journey. You know, it's so hard and to ask for help, that, isn't then it? You can work with, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but then you work with the nightmares so you're not sort of hanging yourself out to dry there. Well, you know, what, what I said, and I thank you for that explanation, is that it's very hard to ask for help. And what I hear you saying is you're giving people permission, and more than permission, they're, you're saying, please ask for help, because there is assistance out there. There is going right. to be, there is something that is going to help you be better. There is, you know, the sun is going to shine tomorrow. Um, but yeah. it's, when you're going through it, it's, it's so hard. And I know, just speaking on my own, um, 
having grown up on a farm where we're, we had to really be independent and take care of ourselves and all of that, it's, I'm just not used to asking for help if I ever needed yeah. any help. I'm like, I can do this, you know, I, and I have to constantly remind myself that, hey, <laughs> I'm not omnipotent and I'm not everything. I've got to learn. That's like my journey to learn to ask. So I really appreciate that you are uh, giving that information out there that there is help available no matter what you've been through, right? No matter what has transpired. Somebody else has been through it before and somebody's there to help you. Right. And I think both of the things you're saying that we sort of have grown up with this um, ethos of, you know, be independent and pull yourself up by your bootstraps and mm-hmm. do it on your own. It's sort of the, the American way, if you will. And, and we're not as communal a society as some other cultures are. So learning how to live together in community and how to not only offer and be there for each other, but when and how to ask that there's no, there's no shame in that, there's no blame in that, um, is an important lesson, I think, for, for many of us. Um, I, I can certainly relate, and I can even remember specifically one day I was, I don't remember what it was I was going through, some, something personal that was hard, and my, this was years ago, I think I was in my 20s, and my boyfriend at the time um, overheard my roommate offer to help me with something. Mm-hmm. And I said to my roommate, oh, no, thanks anyway, but I'm okay. And he, said and he me, knew you were not, right? He knew you were he not. He said to me, Linda, let her help you. Yeah. He said, you're actually doing her a favor if you let her help because she will feel good. Mm-hmm. And then you will have allowed her to feel good by accepting her help. And it's like, oh, my God, I never thought of it from that way before. <laughs> And you know what, I think that's the way to think about it is when we reframe it, that when we're asking for help, we're giving someone else the opportunity to give a gift. And whenever we give to other people in any way, shape or form, it makes the giver feel good. And that's why people donate to nonprofits. I mean, you know, that's why people volunteer to help people in distress. Um, And I don't mean that that's the only reason. It's like we we do it because we want to serve others. But what I have learned throughout my life is just what you said. The more I serve others, the more I serve myself. And it is a Mm. paradigm. It is. It's crazy how that works. But I know I'm asked all the time, how can I, uh, we're now in our 25th year at Be The Star You Are. I'm a volunteer. I've never been paid. Um, I write a lot of checks. And people say, how can you do all this work and you're not paid? And it's like, I, I, I don't know how I couldn't do it. You know, I mean, it's like it makes me feel, it makes me feel so great to help other people. And uh, maybe that is the, the, that is the key, I think, is helping other people. Well, uh, we could keep talking because I'm really enjoying this. But let's give out your website. And I want you just to kind of wind up in your own words what you would like people to get from picking up your book, PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dream Work. And I know you give a lot of credit to people you have worked with and, and other colleagues and other dream experts. So it's well-researched. Your book is well-researched. This isn't anything woo-woo. And I wanted to point that out. 
So let, yeah, go ahead. You you go ahead and you tell us what you would like us to take away. All right. So I, I guess I'll do two things, given given what you just said. One is that this is not the province of woo-woo or strangeness. It's actually it's based on neurobiology and how our brains process information when we're awake and when we're asleep. So it's very, very solidly researched. So that's one thing that the more left-brained people among us can, can feel comforted by and the more right-brained people can, can know that there's a great deal of creativity involved in doing this dream work. And to all people, I would give the message of basically hope and faith that things will work out. And I, I love, there's one quote I think I have from this movie, The Exotic Marigold Hotel, in the book, where the proprietor of the hotel tells his, his patrons, um, it will all work out in the end. And if it hasn't worked out yet, then it isn't the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. And, and I really love the fact not that you lose have all these sight of the hope and the faith that, that things will work out. Well, that's a beautiful way to end it. And um, I do just want to um, piggyback on the fact that this book is very well researched. There's nothing woo-woo about it. Um, But at the same time, you're going to walk away and you'll feel that you have learned something, even if you are a non-scholar. So the name of the book is PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dream Work. Our author is Linda Yale Schiller. Her website, Linda Yale, and that's Y-A-E-L Schiller, S-C-H-I-L-L-E-R.com. And again, you can find her on LinkedIn, Facebook, and maybe Twitter. (laughs) So so Linda, thank you. But also, if you're interested in the specific books, both of the books have their own websites. There's one for ptsdreams.com and one for moderndreamwork.com. And just to also tell your listeners that I I write the book purposely in a conversational style. So just as we're talking, the book kind of feels like a conversation. And there's lots of examples and there's lots of stories to help you move through it. And every chapter has several exercises as well that you can do um, to help you grasp the information from the chapter and make it applicable in your life. And I love the stories. I think that, you know, I think that we learn more from stories than just from data because they stick with you, right? I mean, the stories stick with you. And then we can also, we also look at them and we'll go, Oh, I really relate to that. You know, I've had something similar happen. Anyway, it's been a joy, Linda, speaking with you. Thank you so much. Again, lindayaleshiller.com, PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dream Work. I wish everyone happy dreams. (laughs) Dream it and do it, and let's stick away from the nightmares. Uh, Thanks for being on Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here and talk to you. Have a yeah. good night. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be right back with a quick business bite and maybe a little bit on organization. I'll be back. Be the star you are. The star you are.
your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know how to increase innovation? Creativity thrives in a company when management encourages people to express ideas. To stimulate motivation, invite faculty members from local universities to speak about the frontiers of knowledge in their respective fields. You could sponsor seminars and classes or virtual classes that will spark ideas in the minds of your team. Send employees to conferences and encourage them to attend industry association meetings. When people are tuned into what's happening beyond the scope of their company's policies, innovation soars and new opportunities and solutions to problems occur. By growing the minds of your people, you will grow your company. And you will grow as well. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Well, we are back, and my terrific engineer, Josh, just let me know that we, you know, Linda and I had such a conversation that I am over. So I am going to save the organization for next week. But I do want to remind you that my newest book, uh, No Barnyard Bullies, has just been published. The first book signing is going to be this Saturday, uh, September 24th at the Moraga Pear and Wine Festival. If you want to get copies at the discounted price, you've got to get online to CynthiaBryan.com right now and buy it at the Star Style store uh, because books are going to be shipped probably Monday or Tuesday with your extra gifts. And so click on the Star Style store at CynthiaBryan.com or you can get it at BeTheStarYouAre.org uh, and click on the online store. And the money does go to Be The Star You Are. And it's very exciting because people who have had the pre-reading to it, I just had uh, an email today from an editor that actually said to me that um, that 
this children's book should be required reading for adults. <laughs> so I'm excited about that because there's so much bullying going on in our world today that maybe all of us need to be kinder and more inclusive. Not maybe, it's a definite. Well, thank you all for including me in your life every week. Make sure you're tuned to uh, Voice America. This is the Empowerment Channel. To Star Style, Be the Star You Are on Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. On Sundays, 3 p.m. for Express Yourself Teen Radio. That show is completely unedited, uncensored, so you're going to hear what the kids have to say. Uh, To make a donation to Be The Star You Are or get involved, and I hope you'll make a donation, go to bethestarur.org or just buy a book. You get a book and you're making a donation. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. See beyond your physical being. Know you are already the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And again, you should be reading a book this week, and I hope it'll be No Barnyard Bullies. It's a very quick read, and then your kids will love it, but I, the adults love it too. Until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I am Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self. Buy a book and come and see me at the Pear and Wine Festival this week. And thank you again to our sponsors, La Mirinda Weekly and also MB Jesse Painting. Hope to see you on Saturday, Pear and Wine Festival. And if not, tune in on Sunday to express yourself and then star style on Wednesday. Thanks for joining me. Ciao for now. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain and motivate you to be the star you were born to be for more information visit starstyleradio.com and to make a donation to the charity go to be the star you ignite the flame that burns brightly within take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect cynthia bryan every wednesday at 4 p.m pacific time 7 p.m eastern time right here on the voice america empowerment channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style until we celebrate together next week be the star you are you